This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, does your school have a science question they'd like to answer? Or does your community group perhaps need to crack a problem or chase a new opportunity? The Otago Participatory Science Platform can fund up to $20,000 to help you. Here to tell us more about that exciting opportunity is Otago Museum Science Engagement Coordinator Sophie Sparrow. Morena Sophie, great to have you with us. Morena, thank you for having me. We should probably start with a bit of a definition. What is participatory science? Yeah, so participatory science is basically like citizen science, so getting the citizens of a community involved in the scientific process. Uh, But with participatory science, we try to have a really collaborative relationship between the community and the scientists. All right. So let's talk about collaboration. This um, project has a history, of course. Um, Obviously the museum's involved, who else is involved here? Yeah, so the project is funded by the Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment, so MBIE, uh, and they initiated this platform back in 2015, uh, and there's platforms here in Otago and then in South Auckland and Taranaki as well. Probably the best way for us to understand how this works is to perhaps look at some of the projects that have been funded in the past. Perhaps you could give us a few examples, Sophie. Yeah, one of my favourite examples that I always like to talk about is the Soil Urundis Project. Uh, It's a great name and it's all about using uh, cotton underwear as a test for soil health. So the idea is that they bury the cotton underwear in the soil uh, around different areas in Otago and dig it up after about a month and see how much it has degraded. Uh, and by looking at how much it has degraded, they can determine how healthy the soil is. And this has been a really popular one with schools around North Otago because kids love the idea of doing anything funny with undies. So you've mentioned schools. Uh, that's a, a great example of a, a project meeting several purposes, right? Obviously, there's the educative element from the school's perspective, uh, getting hands-on with uh, some work. But it serves other purposes in the community. Yeah, absolutely. So schools are a big part of our science platform, but they don't necessarily have to be involved. Uh, We can work with all sorts of community groups, uh, different organisations or collectives that have a question related to their environment or to their lifestyle that they want answered. This, I guess, is a common trend, isn't it? We're seeing more and more of this now, that that the research and science has been taken out of the laboratory. I mean, I guess it's always been out of the laboratory, but that perception of people in white coats doing all the hard yards as far as research is concerned, tapping into a resource which is pretty much everybody. Absolutely, yeah. The aim of the participatory science platform is really just to get everybody involved in science. Uh, We want New Zealanders to feel that they have the knowledge and the confidence to deal with scientific problems that might come up. Uh, in their local community when it comes to things like voting. And so by getting everybody involved in science, we can help them to have that confidence. You mentioned community groups also. We've talked about schools. Maybe can you think of another example where a community has been involved in a project in the past? Yeah, um, a project that we have at the moment going on is with a local runaka out at Moiraki and they're looking at archaeological evidence in Moiraki to learn about how early Māori lived out there uh, and that's working with uh, Gerardo Reagan who works at Otago Museum as well. Okay, and so in a hands-on um, perspective, what, what are people actually doing in that project? Uh, they're going out to Moiraki and looking at the archaeological evidence that they have that might show them 
uh, how early Māori were living in that area, so maybe digging up, looking at evidence of rocks, of old tools that they might find, and using that to paint a picture of what life was like for people living out there. So obviously that fills in some blanks from a local perspective, but this all becomes a reservoir that's potentially tapped into nationally and internationally. Absolutely, yeah, there'll definitely be some interesting research coming out of a lot of these projects. Uh, While it's focused in Otago, it's something that's applicable all throughout the country. Let's talk about the all-important funding. How do people access it? Yeah, so the funding is available up to $20,000 per project, uh, and the applications are open now until March. Uh, And you can go to our website, www.scienceintoaction.nz, and that will give you all the information you need to find out about applying for funding. How well, uh, Sophie, well people have had to understood the scope of their project at this point? In other words, might they just have a germ of an idea that needs to be developed further? Yeah, so what we would want you to have at this stage is a reasonable idea of the questions you want to answer and how the community will be involved in answering those questions. Uh, But we can pair you up with scientific experts to work out the real nitty-gritty parts of how to do it and get scientifically robust information. Yeah, these days, Sophie, it's more common when people are making applications for funding, funding for that to start with a bit of dialogue. You're happy to speak with people about the parameters for this and, uh, and, and help them walk through the application process? Absolutely. We would love to talk to you if you just have an idea and you're not quite sure where to go from the go to from there, uh, just head to our website and get in touch with us and we'll be able to talk you through it. And you're happy to look at ideas big and small, and I guess by small I think something that might be very locally focused, maybe even just part of our community focus as opposed to something that might have larger uh, national, regional or international implications. Absolutely, yeah, any size project we'd be keen to hear about. What happens then once those applications are submitted? So once we have all our applications submitted in March, uh, they'll go through our application panel uh, and we'll decide which projects are getting funded and which are not. Uh, And we'll be able to work with you. If there's any things that just need to be changed or tweaked slightly about your project, we'll be able to work closely with you on that. Up to $20,000 available. Uh, Mm -hmm. You would expect at some point for a budget to be produced, for example, when you get into numbers that high. Yes, so yeah, just a general idea of what the money is going to be used for. Uh, It's pretty flexible, but we just need to know what you're planning on doing with it. Um, It's fantastic that this is continuing to spin over. It's not been easy for communities over the last couple of years, has it? But uh, the prospect of people within the context of whatever we might be doing with COVID um, getting stuck into projects is still there for people. You might just have to make a few modifications to how it's all executed. Yeah, so we've definitely had uh, a few roadblocks come on with COVID over the last couple of years. Uh, So people having their community events postponed or cancelled because they can't do the large gatherings. Uh, And if that continues to happen, we'll of course work with you to make sure you're able to achieve as much as you can while still staying safe. Absolutely brilliant project. The Otago Participatory Science uh, Platform enables you to access up to $20,000 for your project. Um, just before you go, Sophie, your role as Science Engagement Coordinator at the Museum, that's an exciting position. Aside from this, what else are you primarily working on? Yeah, it is a wonderful position. Uh, we do a lot of outreach, so outreach with our local schools throughout Otago and even beyond, uh, and just to do with all sorts of science. So we do have some specific projects. One example is Far From Frozen, which is all about the science of climate change and how that's impacting Antarctica. Uh, and we just do uh, anything and everything that schools need when it comes to science outreach.
fabulous job uh, at an exciting time. Sophie, thanks so much for taking some time to join us on the awesome morning show to tell us about this. And uh, we look forward to, to hearing what projects get funding further down that track. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to hearing from people who are interested in the fund. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.